on the Beach, the only place to read your emails and your tweets. It's Wednesday, February 17th. Hashtag full squad here with the No Dunks crew. I'm J.E. Skeets and alongside me, Mr. What You Need to Know, Tass Mellis. Hey, everybody. Hey, Tassie. We got the Bass Master ribbing him lips, Trey Kirby. hey Hey, you. The international man of mystery taking it to the max, Lee Ellis. Friend. And last, certainly not least, making the magic happen, it's JD. Hello. There he is. And here we are. Shout out to the stream team. Joining us live right now on YouTube. Like, comment, subscribe, and share. Uh, friendly reminder, if you haven't already done so, check out Tassie's What You Need to Know series. An excellent little bite-sized NBA recaps posted early in the morning, Monday through Friday. Check those out. Also check out Trey's hilarious seven days in the NBA recap. New one went up yesterday. That's Usually right. posted on Tuesday night. Go check that one out. Obviously, hopefully you're listening or joining us live in the stream team for the No Dunks Daily podcast. We talked Harden and Zion and Lillard on today's show. And yesterday, I said this on the Daily Show, new Top Shot Hot Boys. I'm not sure if uh, Tass, Lee, I guess JD, you had to watch it because you were there. Mm-hmm. Ooh, TK and yeah. I, we popped some cool cats packs. <laughs> Got ourselves a Randall and a Cousins. Uh, a lot of fun, and uh, people seem to get a kick out of it, so go check that out. That one's only on YouTube. The no, the uh, Top Shot Hot Boys with, uh, what do we call you? Top Shot Trey, and I'm Showcase Skeets. That's right, baby. <laughs> Big packs only. Don't worry, guys. You can show up and be Hot Boys as well. Money Mellis. Limited edition Ellis jumping JD. Come on. There's this for everybody. I That's just great. can't get over the fact it looks like you're opening a pack of condoms. It yes, just looks like yes. that. We, you know? we, we obviously open those packs and then we have sex with each other with our Randalls and our cousins. That's what everybody does. Um, finally, tomorrow night, Thursday, Thursday night, join us for another NBA happy hour. We're going to fire up the stream around halftime of the Raptors Bucks game. So make sure you join us then. Uh, I think they're announcing the starters. For the All-Star game. Um, yeah, I think that happens tomorrow night. I can't remember. Do they do that pre-game? Do they do it at half? Do they uh, do it yeah, after? pre-game. Usually it's an early tip-off, maybe. So or we'll, an we'll, we'll have that. Wow, we might actually talk a little basketball during wow. NBA happy hour. You never know. Crazy they, things have happened. They actually haven't announced the All-Star game and what's happening, but they're going to announce the starters. Okay. I guess so. <laughs> yeah. Crazy yep. stuff. Crazy times. Okay, so yeah, that's uh, all of the stuff you need to go back and watch and listen to and uh, get excited about as we move forward here. But today, beach stepping, stepping on the beach, answering your questions. Task, get us started. Here we go. You guys are great sending in the emails. First one, hey, sports fans, animal lovers, and compost enthusiasts. Yeah, that's right. Uh, with the high level that LeBron continues to play at and the inevitable arrival of Bronny James into the NBA, what would you prefer? LeBron and his son being teammates, or LeBron and Bronny playing against each other two to four times over the course of a season. Keep on trucking. That's from Nathan in Sunbury, Australia. Oh, <laughs> nice. Wow. Shout out to Nate. Do you know him, Lee? You remember I do. him? I do know Nathan. Know yeah, we used to play cricket together, and uh, yeah. we battled on the basketball court a few times. Nathan's a pretty good player. Pretty yes. good player. Wow. Nice, nice, nice. I definitely thought that was a, a setup for a joke, Lee. I didn't think that you knew Nathan. Hey, Lee, you know Nathan in Sunbury? Yep, pretty well. Oh, yep. yeah. Yeah, All big right. knife. <laughs> oh, big knife. That's what you call him. <laughs> Not Nathy. Interesting. Uh, well, I'll answer this first, because I'd actually never thought about this. We have talked numerous times about Bronny James is coming to the NBA and he is going to play on the same team as LeBron James. Like we've we locked that in like two or three years ago, I think, here on the show. So I'm still on board with that. But I actually hadn't taken a step back and, and went, 
hmm, would it be more enjoyable to see them go head to head? You know, get a couple moments there where they are uh, out on the perimeter and they're sizing each other up or maybe Bronny dunks on them or something like that, which is really exciting too. So I'm sort of torn. I don't know how to answer this. I think them being on the same team is inevitable. I think it truly does happen. But I'm not against this idea, Trey, of them going one-on-one. Maybe we just get both. Uh, I don't know which order you'd prefer it, but nice nice thinking here, Big Nathy in Sunbury. <laughs> I, I like this. I, I'm not against seeing them match up against each other who can get the best of each other, despite LeBron obviously being a little older, much older, 20 years plus than his son. What do you think? I'd love to see them both as well, but... We gotta see him on the same team. Everybody remembers Ken Griffey Jr. and Ken Griffey Sr. playing together on mm-hmm. the Mariners. Iconic pictures. Did they face each other otherwise? I don't know. I can't track it down. It seems that interleague play wasn't a thing yet. So the Reds <laughs> and the Mariners never squared off. They didn't make it to the World Series together, but that would be awesome to see too. Cause remember we watched um, Dwayne Wade and his son playing one-on-one mm. this year. And Dwayne was just talking shit to Zaire, <laughs> telling him, you're too small. How great would that be to see on an NBA basketball oh, court? Yeah. LeBron just um, belitt- belittling his little son. That would be great. <laughs> but uh, as long as they are on the same court, it's going to be awesome to see happen, whether it be against each other, whether it be on the same team. But I imagine it will be on the same team. What do you think, Lee? Yeah, well, I was fortunate to play with my dad in the same team. I know Trey did as well. I played with my two brothers as well. It is so much fun playing with, like, your parents or your brothers just in (laughs) in a game. So I want to see them together because also as well, I would like to see someone, you know, like a a veteran guy maybe post up Bronny Jr. and take him inside and score it and then just watch the revenge from dad coming out there (laughs) on the court, you know, dunking on him or blocking him or doing something because I think that's what you would see. You know, I think people would, would be like, listen, LeBron, he was too good for us, but we're going to take it out a little bit on Bronny Jr. while we can. But then the big lion comes back and he uh, he gets them back. So uh, it would be good. But but having said that as well, I mean, wouldn't it be awesome to see just uh, Bronny Jr. with the game on the line? Dad comes out to pick him up one-on-one and oh, Bronny yeah. Jr. breaks his ankle or something like that, you know, knocks yeah. one down and talks a little trash to his pops. That'd be awesome. Come on, pops, you're done. Your time's up. This is my game now. This is my <laughs> league. <laughs> uh, you know, Bronny is probably collecting those top shot moments right now, too. You guys got to get on the Bronny James top shot. His first one, whatever well, it is. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's not, it doesn't even exist yet. Yeah. All right. Well, who knows? Maybe they're going to do high school moments soon. <laughs> Jeez, I hope not. Sierra or Sierra High School, whatever whatever this high school is called there in California. Get on it, guys. Get on it. Um, yeah, I, I'm with Lee on the latter part there. I went back and forth on this one. Yeah. Uh, thinking, yeah, maybe we want some Griffey moments. Yeah, they played in the same outfield together. Wasn't that fun? I think they hit, <laughs> yeah, I see. Was it really that fun? I'll well, be that's what, that's mean, why. Dude, it was no. so much fun. Yeah. They both caught fly balls, maybe. I know. I'm being, sar- that's, I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> it wasn't that fun. That's, yeah. that's the whole thing. Like, yeah, I think they hit back to back jacks. They did. One, one they did. Day. Yeah, see. That's pretty cool. That is cool. Hey, listen, it's cool. Uh, yeah, a man who's 40 plus playing in, in MLB baseball. I mean, that's. It happens a heck of a lot more than a man who's 40-plus playing in the NBA. So this is this is amazing that LeBron James is going to be able to do it. It's, there's just no doubt that he will be able to do it. Uh, but, yeah, the moments, the singular moments, if there's going to be a top-shot moment, it's going to happen when those two are playing against each other. Mm-hmm. Like the, Those are the more exciting moments. But, you know, I, I went back and forth. Like, maybe LeBron is sitting that 
one time that they play each other. Like they don't play each other that many times if they're in opposing conferences, especially. So I would rather, I'd rather that though. I think you'd get a, you know, just just maybe a more special moment if they're playing yeah. oppose each other. But you know, an alley oop from each other that would be pretty friggin' cool too. But uh, yeah, one one time head to head, I'd rather see that than eighty two games with each other. But it's freaking nuts that we're talking about a man playing with his son. It's just bonkers. It's just bonkers. I want to go back to the Ellis clan. Did you all? Ha- did you ever have all four of you out there on the court at the same time? Um, no. Sure. You and your two brothers and Dickie running the point. I'm not sure if we had all four of us. We definitely had the all three combinations at once, but uh, <laughs> don't think we had all four of us one time. But uh, really, was, I don't think How, so. Who's no, coaching because, this team? Come on. Ah, we were all coaches. No, that. Why would you relax, Kyrie Irving? Well, just because of the ages, like by the time I started playing, you know, men's league, I was like 13, I guess. And my older brother was like 17. So he'd sort of moved on from the, because it was a lower level men's league too. It was older men. It wasn't okay. like uh like a, a sort of, uh, you know, the top grade level it was like a C grade level. Okay. So he kind of moved on, my older brother. So uh, I don't think he ever played. He started out. But one time my, uh, my dad took a charge on this guy, you know, legit <laughs> yeah, charge. Yep, yeah. And the cool. guy didn't like it. And he, and he threw a punch and connected. And my, my middle brother, he jumped in and started throwing punches at the other guy. <laughs> you guys are, uh, you're like a weird uh, basketball oh. version of the Hanson brothers, man. Slapshot. No, but this guy, this Fucking guy. Fucking machine took my quarter, man. Well, this guy, he the one who threw the punch at my dad, like he was in the wrong because it was like he just got upset because he was, was given an offensive foul. And uh, so he threw a punch when dad wasn't looking connected. Oh, and then my other brother jumped Sucked in and uh, he ended up gone. getting suspended. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, I can't believe we never had all four of you out there at the same time, though. That's uh, that's almost disappointing to me. So yeah, maybe, but I doubt it. I mm. doubt it. Just because of the okay. ages, we moved. Maybe on. we can ask Nathan. He probably knows. <laughs> maybe he was Email the fifth. Nathan. Yeah, <laughs> big Nathan yeah. in the post, eh? Yeah. With all the Ellis. Yeah, yeah. We we won the championship a couple of times. Oh, on Dad's team, so that was great. Sure, Damn, bro. What's sure. Dickie's game like? I hear you're talking about him taking charges. You're obviously a sharpshooter. <laughs> Surely he passed the genes down, much like Dell did to Steph and Seth. Yeah, dad can shoot. Yeah, dad can yeah. shoot. He spread the floor a little bit. Uh, pretty sure I've never seen him miss a free throw, to be honest with you. But he's got a, he's got a, he's got a unique he's style. A he's, he's almost got the Pau Gasol style at the free throw line. You know how you sort of he just gets that one hand and just pushes through, mm-hmm. knocks him in. But uh, yeah, he'd be he'd be well into the ninety percent range of his uh, free throws made wow, for sure. Yeah. Wow, wow. So and, and like, was he was he more of a shooter or a playmaker? If you had to pick, uh, I think a shooter, I'd say. Yeah, okay. a shooter. Wow. Yeah. Uh, all the Ellis brothers. That's why you couldn't play all four of you at the same time. My middle brother wasn't really a great shooter, to be honest. He was Ooh. more uh, He was more the footballer, the Aussie rules footballer who was playing basketball. So he was a bit rough and tumble when he was out there. <laughs> Need an enforcer. <laughs> oh my god is there footage i mean you have video or fi- photos i should say of every moment you've ever had in your life tell uh, me there's video footage of you like and your brothers playing with dickie uh, there's no oh, video footage in the god. uh late 80s early 90s we didn't have the camcorders up at the game like recording we should have would have been great to watch oh, back now but uh so good there's so probably a photo there somewhere i'll see if i can dig one out all right great <laughs> um man He's retired though from the game, right, Dicky? He retired. Yes, yeah, he, I yeah. think he retired at fifty. Uh, but yeah, okay. a lot of lot of championships up in the uh, in the Ellis household. <laughs> Jesus! And he waited till his youngest was old enough to play with him in a league. You gotta love it. Ah, yeah, it was so much fun, so much fun. But uh, Trey, you, I mean, you and uh, Stevie, you you played together. You yeah, I mean, it sounds like your dad is good, but my dad could beat your dad. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> Sorry, buddy. Stevie <laughs> versus Dicky. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, man. I would pay good money to watch that. I'm not kidding. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. So, two old guys flopping the entire time. That's uh, one of the main things my dad taught me was how to take a charge. Every dad passes it down. I don't know why. <laughs> Amazing. What a start here to the Beach Step In uh, podcast. Okay, next one. We know Lee loves a beautiful shooter of the basketball. See Clay Thompson or Dickie Ellis, I added that. Uh, and an incredible passer of the basketball, see Draymond Green. But who's a wonderful rebounder of the basketball? Turn down, love your thighs, aw oh, yeah. That's from Rob. So Trey, why don't you answer this one because you're the big beef man. You've been watching a million rebound highlights. Who's a beautiful rebounder, a wonderful rebounder? A wonderful rebounder. Well, let me take you to the meat market, Skeets. It's time for a beef <laughs> watch. We got 11 big beefs so far this season. Three for Andre Drummond, two now for Ennis Cantor, and one each for Steven Adams, Clint Capella, Rudy Gobert, Nikola Jokic, DeMontis Sabonis and Jonas Valanciunas. Shout out to the international big yeah. men. Those Holy. guys are eating beef. <laughs> Personal favorites for me, Rudy Gobert, a very stylish rebounder. He's got a lot of the Rodman to him, like grabbing the ball from way far, snapping it to his hands. He does a fancy pass once he gets it done. Also really like Steven Adams' beef. He's got a scrappy, scrappy beef. Uh, uh, he had his 20 rebounds. He's diving on the floor for every single one. He's just smashing his body into people. I think he had four points that game, but had a huge impact on actually winning because he was all over the place on the glass. Uh, but once you're watching these rebound highlights, you do see that everybody's kind of got their own style to it. You know, I end up watching 20 rebounds probably four times through, just separating out, <laughs> figuring out which ones are the good ones, blah, blah, blah. You notice the differences, but there is a simple qualification to be a true wonder of rebounding. You need to lead the league in rebounding more than twice, more oh. than two times. It's happened seven total times, you know. Uh, there are seven guys who have done it, and they're all legendary players, especially rebounders. Wilt Chamberlain, he did it uh, 11 times, the best <laughs> rebounder in basketball history. Duh. 55 rebound game. That's a record. That's a vintage beef candidate. There's an iconic picture of him rebounding with, like, the ball sort of at his waist, and his legs are sticking out completely yeah. sideways. Awesome. Dennis Rodman is the next name on the list. He led the league in rebounding seven times. He is wow. the NBA rebounder because that's what he did. He yeah. made rebounding cool, snapping the boards, legs sticking out. He had a seven crown on his shoe because he led it seven times in a row. Dennis rebounded. <laughs> Dennis rebound. Might as well just call him that. Love yeah. it. Up next on our list, Moses Malone. He led the league in rebounding six times. If you're playing pickup basketball and you miss two layups like Lee Ellis, don't call me Dickie Ellis, but you put it back in, people are yelling, Moses Malone! Yep. Yep. That's what people know. If people know you as an incredible offensive rebounder, you're a legend. A wonderful rebounder of the game. Dwight Howard led the league in rebounding five times. I think that kind of goes unnoticed because we just assume he was, uh, you know, maybe the best center of his generation at the time. Certainly the best defensive center, but that gets lost because you kind of forget that rebounding is a huge part of defense. The possession doesn't end until you grab that board. Up next, Kevin Durant, uh, Kevin Garnett, sorry, of the Timberwolves back in the day. He led four times. You don't think of Kevin Garnett wow, as no. a great rebounder, but he led four times. I think it was four years in a row. And I love his rebounding highlights. Like if you just said to me, if you're just striking up a casual conversation with me about rebounding, you said, hey, uh, all time, who's your favorite <laughs> rebound highlights? And I said, you know, Dennis Rodman, Rodman number one. Yeah. Number two, KG, because he would have some that it's like a tip dunk and he brings the ball back down to his waist and dunks it. Mm. Incredible stuff. But his uh, less notable rebound highlights, it looks to me like he's reaching in the back seat to grab something in the car, but he doesn't want to turn around, but somehow snaps the ball back. He's got so many of these. 
I remember he was even having them with the Nets, and that was like end of the year, uh, end of his career, Kevin Garnett. Bill Russell, another vintage beef candidate, led the league in rebounding four times, 40 rebounds in a game seven of the finals. <laughs> That's a championship beef. Another vintage beef candidate. God, and the last guy. Of bricks in that game, I tell you. <laughs> oh my goodness, 30 points, 40 boards. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Basketball. <laughs> back in my day, it was so cool. <laughs> Think about the rebound highlights we could have had back then. Oh, I am not looking forward, honestly, to watching 60-year-old rebounding highlights where there's one tall guy, literally no, one thanks. guy who can jump. Uh, very funny. But our final wondrous rebounder, Andre Drummond. He's right. led the league in rebounding four times. He's the reigning beef king, but Clint Capella might get him this year. I think Clint mm. Capella is actually leading the league and rebounding mm. right now and it's basically because if you remember when we had his uh we had his beef not too long ago i said this was a sloppy beef this guy just keeps tapping the ball at the rim he keeps missing his own offensive putbacks and he is ahead of andre drummond on offensive rebounding percentage and that is really the difference between these two mm. clint capella slapping the ball off the glass to himself he might break the streak for andre drummond but he's going to have to do it another three times if he wants to be a wondrous rebounder of the basketball. Now, are mm. you going to count uh, or, or uh, bestow the rebound king, the big beef king, on the guy with the most total rebounds in the season or rebounds per game? Because Drummond's in a bit of trouble right now if he's sitting he's in all these games. Total, total rebounds, hmm. I mean, role for play, me... Role. Rebounds per game, man. Role player game. Uh, <laughs> role player game. Go. Okay, yeah. sounds good to me. That's tough. Yeah. Oof, that's a tough one. Plus... I also kind of want the Beef King to be whoever has the most 20 rebound games. <laughs> oh, right, right. Yeah, that's true. Games, um, but I got, I'm deep in the rebounds now. I can't stop. I can't stop caring about rebounds. Oh, my God. I mean, you just went a good, really solid five minutes just talking straight rebounds. I have nothing to add. I mean, you're the, you're the expert. Lee, is there anyone that you would throw in the mix as a wonderful rebounder that Trey didn't mention there? Well, a, a fun rebounder to watch is Carlos Boozer when he would out-rebound nobody and he'd grab that ball <laughs> as if he was uh, out-muscling four other guys. He'd kick his leg out. I got that, Joe! You know, he yeah. would say, I guess like, Melo is doing his thing, too. Yeah, Melo's still doing it. Yeah. 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 I mean, actually... Uh, Speaking of Noah, Noah was a pretty aggressive rebounder. He used to go and get the ball and uh, hold on to it pretty tightly. But uh, yeah, Kevin Garnett I... was his favorite player. Mm, not a surprise. Mm. The one guy I did not like to cut off from the list because of my qualifications. You got to lead the league more than twice. Ben Wallace. Oh, you know, he oh, only yeah. led the league in rebounding two times. Seems like one of the all-time <sighs> great rebounders to me, yeah. and he yeah. was. But he was playing at the same time as Kevin Garnett, White Howard, guys yeah. who are also wonderful rebounders of the basketball. Hmm, there you go. So Shaq never led the league in rebounding. Did he? Did he do it once, maybe? Maybe. Yeah, but not more, obviously. What about uh, Elton Brand? He was a pretty good rebounder, too, for a sort of... <laughs> what about this guy? Hey, hey what about this guy? <laughs> oh, let's play that. Sure. Uh, I keep... Next, ev- next evolution of this is guys who just box out and don't get the rebound. Oh, the Lopez. Sacrifice oh, themselves for somebody else. So that's, that's the ultimate rebounder. A guy who... <laughs> Who actually, I guess it's a rebound if it'll hit the floor and go to them, but they don't have to even move. Mm. They just box that guy out so hard that no one could get to it other than them. That's that's a rebound. That's a real rebound. <laughs> that's a real man's rebound. That's a real man's beef. Uh, I keep thinking of Josh Hart nearly oh, nearly yeah. tasting that beef this year. with the What was it, 17 I think he got mm. to? Uh, Don Chich got one in Crazy. the bubble, didn't he? I think he had like a 40-20-10 game. Oh, yeah. That does yeah. sound right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it Doncic is like it's just like more 
Like more likely. I mean, just the yeah. numbers a guy puts up. Josh Hart <laughs> yeah, getting yeah. 20 rebounds in a game. Are you kidding me? Or yeah. nearly 20 rebounds? Well, that, that, let's play that game then. The like, young, unlikely guy to score 50. Who's the most <laughs> unlikely to grab 20 rebounds? <laughs> Camazo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's scrappy. Maybe. Maybe he could maybe do it. All right. Uh, anyone to add to that incredible list there, Tess, that, that, you, would, that you love to watch rebound? Robin Lopez. I mean, there was uh, there's some good ones here uh, in the chat, actually. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Sep, Sep B writes, uh, Stephen Adams was the guy who literally boxed out every yep. single possession yep. while Russell Westbrook went and grabbed those <laughs> rebounds. True. His true. MVP year, the triple-double, that's a very good point. King of the box out, Mr. Stephen Adams. Now he's the king of the rebounds. So good for him. All right, let's move on. I got to get something off my chest. Nothing drives me crazier than sending a message to a group chat and getting no response. That's why I'm a big emoji responder. Love a hang loose hand or a salute, but man, it hurts when you send a message and get nothing back. Ouch! We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Therapy isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash NoDunks today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash NoDunks. This episode of NoDunks is brought to you by BetterHelp. Hey there, fellas. I was thinking of getting a Carhartt NBA hat, but I just don't feel right wearing Carhartt merch when I am far from being a blue-collar worker. Carhartt just feels like the type of thing you have to earn not buy. I'm with you. What's something you want to buy but feel like you haven't earned? For me, it's giveaway items at sporting events. Sure, I could buy it online, but there's something special about showing up to a game three hours early to get that cheaply made jersey or hat. Keep up the classics. That's from Ben. Thanks for the email, Ben. Good call. Carhartt is something you earn. <laughs> you gotta earn that Carhartt. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta put some time in at the factory to get one of those. Uh, yeah, but maybe I do agree with that too. Um, for me, with this question, what's something you want to buy but feel like you haven't earned? I always want to buy, like, new running gear. Uh, it's fun to buy, obviously, just new gear, like the, like clothes, like shorts or shirts or whatever, or hats even, or shoes, of course, like new running shoes. But my running game has fallen off a cliff as of late, so I, uh, I refuse to do it. I haven't earned it. I got to get back out there start putting in the miles again. Uh, and until I do that, you know, I'm not going to buy any new cool slick tracksmith stuff or some new nikes or whatever um so that's where i'm at with this you got to put some miles in out there to uh to reward myself otherwise i'm just rolling with this old crap i got but <laughs> yeah i mean look i just uh i don't even know what my excuse is I'm, i think i'm working too much at the factory if i'm being honest <laughs> so i gotta check out uh every once in a while i gotta stop working overtime get out on the uh out on the roads but i don't know you guys have an answer trey I mean, if it sounds like for you, you got to forget Tracksmith and get on your car hearts. That's right. Working in the factory. What's more blue collar than making a podcast, you know? <laughs> That's right. Really, really don't do anything with your hands with it. Pretty much everything. Every yeah, yeah. single oh, right. occupation out there. Mm. You think oh. so? 
I yeah. just I just broke a nail on, on my microphone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, you, if you tap too hard, it could be pretty dangerous here That's in the right. factory. It's one of the biggest uh, workman's comp hazards that we've got around here. Uh, I've got something similar to Ben. I don't think that I'm a leather jacket guy. I've always kind of wanted to wear a leather jacket, but similar to how Ben is saying that he doesn't think he can pull off Carhartt, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. If you don't think you can pull something off, you're not going to be able to pull it off. You need to wear the clothes. Don't let the clothes wear you. Mm. And for me, leather jackets, very cool. Incredibly cool. Uh, lots of cool guys have worn them, but they're all like slick cool guys. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, The Fonz. Yeah, if, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who's cooler than the Fonz? I think Lee Ellis once said. The two coolest guys Lee Ellis has ever mentioned on the show are the Fonz and Styles Stilinski. And if I'm not mistaken, Styles also wore a leather jacket. I think, I think that it, it's a, it's a tough thing to pull off, but um, leathers, man. Like if I had a, if I had a motorcycle, surely I would have some leathers, but I think yeah. you gotta get the motorcycle first. Yep. I've got, I, I, I I've got a nice leather and I, I just can't put it on. I, I, it, it was bought for me. I think my mom bought it for me a long time ago. Great gift. Cause you know, a real leather jacket. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's an expensive jacket. It's and I wore it when I was young, but I can't put it on again. But I can't throw it out either. It's just too nice. Other yeah. jackets are real nice, but one day, one day I'm gonna put it on. But but what's your concern with wearing it now? Like someone's gonna be like, "So what you riding? What's your hog?" And you're gonna be like, "I don't know." You're talking about my hog? Yeah. Uh, man. No, no. I. It's just not wearing a leather jacket. It's just. It's like you just like Trey was saying. It's. I let it wear me, I guess. Yeah, I, I guess pull so. it off. Yeah, I guess so. It's, it's kind of tough to pull off. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you rock it, and you feel obviously you feel freaking cool. Uh, you feel like feel like Fonz. You feel like Styles. You could. Feel, I, I think Lee likes David Beckham. I mean, David Beckham could easily. Oh, Jeez. Yeah, well, David, he can wear anything. David Beckham could wear a tea towel, and he'd look awesome out there. I mean, that's just the way he is. He's just got that style and charisma. Where would he wear a tea towel? <laughs> on his hog <laughs> I mean <laughs> it wouldn't re- it wouldn't matter which tea towel he wore or where he wore it it would just like yeah that's cool that's fine <laughs> well, what about you Lee what's your answer for that well actually sort of similar to you there because I saw D Brown is releasing the Omni Lights again uh, the pumps yeah. you know, that he won the slam dunk contest with and uh, I've got far too many basketball shoes in my house but you know under normal circumstances, you can say, well, I can justify it because I'm, I need these shoes for something or that, you know, but now uh, there's no real reason why I need a new pair of Steve Brown basketball Omni pumps. I thought so, you, you have a pair. Yeah, I do. I do. But they're not the exact ones that he's oh. re-releasing. Oh, so I'm kind of wow. like, I just kind of want them. You know, I had a pair when I was a kid. Uh, and now that he's re-releasing them, they'll probably be, you know, 180 bucks or something. That money that I don't need to spend on shoes that I'll barely wear. But mm-hmm. uh, if I see them, if it just comes across my timeline and they're like they're for sale, I'll grab a pair. I'm like, yeah, click, 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 boom, done. Mm-hmm. I'll do it. But the, the pumps are called <laughs> the click, om- click, boom. They're called the Omnis. Is that what they were called? Omni Lights, I believe they were called. Yeah, That's you're uh, the OG ones. What's okay. funny is that I uh, I also am reluctant to to. Pull the trigger on some Omnis, the New Balance Omnis. Oh, uh, that, these, these wow. Fiesta colors that are yeah. awesome. They uh, do look cool. Uh, the Spurs are wearing, but as I'm the same. I mean, I'm not out there on the car- court. I'm not punching the clock like I'm one of Jim Boylan's boys. So it's hard <laughs> to pull the trigger on these things. You know, it's just like, yeah. I don't need a When you're not playing shoot. even basketball once yeah. a week or once yeah. every two mm-hmm. weeks. Yeah, it's like, why do I need new shoes? You don't. You, the truth For is, the you fashion? Don't. No, you don't. 
for the fashion. Where the hell are you going to show them off? I, mean, I can't even see your face. Pulling out the show. trash, you know? <laughs> Take a look at these. <laughs> look at this guy. Wow, look, look at this guy. guy. What's up, neighbor? Stunned you like my these. Fiesta color? Are you a big Sean Elliott guy? Look at these. Throw on your leather jacket. Whoa. Hey, there's the man. There's <laughs> the man. Very cool. What up, dick nose? Yeah, so the boss says I got to pick up a keg of beer. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Our next question. Um, hey, guys. A few years ago, Donovan Mitchell and Ben Simmons had a bit of a beef. Oh, my God. We've talked so much beef and hogs and everything in this one. Uh, so they had a little bit of a beef over who was rookie of the year. And at the time, it seemed unanimous that if you were to start a franchise with one of those guys, it would be Ben Simmons. I think that's probably fair to say at the time, at the time of this, uh, the Rookie of the Year beef. And we had a bunch of, uh, who wore the t-shirt? Was it Donovan Mitchell, Donovan right? Mitchell, yeah. yeah. Right, rookie, right, right. The Rookie t-shirt. Yes. Uh, fast forward, the email continues, fast forward to today, and I don't think that would be the case. So the question is, who would you pick to start your franchise with now? Ben Simmons? Or Donovan Mitchell. Love the show. This is from Kevin in Mississauga. Tass, do you know Kevin? Oh, for sure. <laughs> right? Yeah, we go okay. way back. Yeah, we played basketball together with our two dads and our six brothers. No. Uh, <laughs> Big Kevin. Big Kevin. Kevin in the post. <laughs> Rocket Kevin. He was wearing the Omni lights. No. Um, this is a tough question, Kevin. Mm. It has become a very difficult question. I agree. I agree. Years ago, Ben Simmons, landslide. But Donovan yeah. Mitchell has expanded his game. He's become incredible. But you left an out in the question. Who would you pick to start your franchise with? I would pick Ben Simmons because it's difficult to build around Ben Simmons. But if you can pick him first, you can make a team around Ben Simmons. Well, Donovan Mitchell, you can just add him to any team and it'll work. Ben Simmons, Hmm. you need a special team around him. And uh, I think Ben Simmons, he still hasn't reached his ceiling. We saw him the other night, 42-point game where he was dominating uh, against the Jazz on the inside. And he says he's been working on the mental part of his game. He says that's that's where he's growing. So I don't think we've seen the, the best of Ben Simmons quite yet. Uh, and he's so special on the other end of the floor. I think you need a, a certain type of team around Ben Simmons. But uh, I'm looking forward to that ceiling. I mean, now we know that he's a power forward, essentially, or a point forward, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call him. He's not a point guard in the traditional sense i mean positions are stupid but uh you know he doesn't hit he doesn't hit threes he is now being a screener and a roller and he's an incredible defender and uh you can't go wrong with either of these guys because donovan mitchell you could easily build a team around too but ben simmons i i think we're still waiting for the best ben simmons plus he's such a great defender man this is this is wow wow so you're sort of still ultimately sticking with ben simmons yeah i'm just a believer like right today if i want to win a game probably like a series probably donovan mitchell but you know both sides of the ball do count a little bit sometimes if you're trying to win a game and you're trying to win a series and again yeah we saw without joel Embiid in the lineup the other day against the jazz ben simmons was godlike uh and and he had the lane to penetrate and see if if I know my team, I'm not putting in a, a Joel Embiid type with Ben Simmons, even though Daryl Moore's done a good job putting shooters around him. Mm-hmm. I know what I'm building. I know what I'm building, Kev. You know, I'm not going to build that team that we used to play on, me, you, or bros, or dads. I mean, that, that wasn't working, you know? If if I knew my, if I knew your dad was going to be on the team, I'd, I'd build a different team. <laughs> Kev? Kev's dad from Mississauga? We used to play at Square One? Yeah. yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah, we'd go to Earl's after the game. <laughs> 
talk talk about our hogs and our, uh, our leather jackets. I'm kidding. I don't know, Kevin. And this is just a tough, tough one. Where yeah, do you well, guys go? Well, yeah, this question to me, it's like uh, almost the equivalent. It says something about you, how you answer this, Trey. It's like, uh, what, you know, what do you prefer, Pepsi or Coke? And like your answer tells me all I need to know about you when you tell me whatever it is. So like same thing with this in a weird way. Simmons, like are you going with what Tass is saying? You still see obviously the potential of him to bring it on both ends and go next level or Mitchell who's become better and better and better and this still probably hasn't hit his ceiling yet where are you going Trey well I prefer coke skates yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. I'll I start hate with Pepsi, that actually. um you know description wise I think Tass 100% nailed it but I almost come down on the other side of it just because Donovan Mitchell Ben Simmons impact wise upside wise I think they're both very similar to the same level right now right like mm-hmm. I mean you're you're seeing Donovan Mitchell get better every single season. You're seeing uh, Ben Simmons grow into becoming a little bit more of a scorer recently. We've seen in the past uh, when Embiid was out, they won 13 games straight at the end of a season, right? Like mm-hmm. this uh, shooters and defense around Ben is going to work, but we haven't got to see it for an extended season. And you just got to really trust yourself if you're a GM. You got to believe you're a true man of genius to be able to build a team around Ben Simmons because it's going to be a little bit trickier. Whereas Mitchell... There are other Mitchell types around the league, whether it be Steph Curry or Trey Young, scoring guards who are also solid distributors who you can build your offense around. And, you know, for me, I do consider myself a true man of genius, but I'm also an idiot when it comes to basketball. So if you were going to tell me, hey, you're a GM, I'm saying, give me the guy who looks like all the other guys out there right now. Mm. Uh, Give me Donovan Mitchell. He's contributing defensively. He's not on uh, Simmons's level as a defender. Ben Simmons is a defensive player of the year candidate, whereas Donovan Mitchell is just a solid defender at this part, part of a good team defense, obviously, with the Jazz. I think it just is a little bit simpler to build around Donovan Mitchell. And as a simpleton, I think that's where I'm going, though I do think that building around Simmons could certainly work. And, you know, ask me a year ago, I'm taking Benbo. What do you think, Lily? This is a great question. It, it is a great question because uh, Simmons has such a, a weakness in his terms of shooting the ball, which Donovan is great. And, and you know, if the game's on the line... And one of them's got the ball in their hands. It's a tie game. Who would you rather have to make the play? I mean, you probably take Donovan Mitchell because he can hit that shot. And Simmons, maybe he can, maybe he can't. He's just not as confident like that. Yeah. But uh, Simmons, defensively, his height, his athleticism, his speed, all those things, I think he has an advantage over Donovan. But Donovan can score 50 a little bit easier than uh, ben, Mich- uh, ben Mitchell. <laughs> ben uh, <laughs> oh, Simmons can. Them together. Yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> if we see more of the Ben Simmons we saw the other night against Utah, then I think Simmons uh, runs away with it here because he's aggressive, scoring, effective. Again, you don't have to have that three-pointer. You just have to make it so that the defenders can't stop you, and they couldn't stop him the other night. But we've seen so uh, too many times as well where Ben Simmons will just have a three-for-five game, which is just you need more from that from, from your guy, uh, from, your, from your franchise guy. So mm-hmm. um, if he can improve that... But then again, Donovan Mitchell, I mean, if he can improve his defense, then uh, maybe he just becomes uh, an all-around better player as well. So it, it is a it is a great question. They're, they're very different, but they're also very the same in how impactful they can be. Uh, I, I probably lean slightly towards Ben Simmons today, but mm. uh, it's very, very close. To start the franchise with? Well, yeah. I think I'm going to split this up. I think I lean towards Mitchell, but you guys are making great cases mm. for both of them here. Uh, let me ask you, Lee, Gene Simmons or Joni Mitchell? 
Oh, Gene. I saw Gene Simmons <laughs> at uh, at the Air Canada Centre a couple of years ago. They put on a show. You want to talk about a band putting on a show? <laughs> there we go. Here we go. They, he was Lee breathing really fire. He was breathing <laughs> fire on stage there, Gene Simmons. I mean, that's what you want from your band. It's, uh, yeah. Watch yeah. Kiss. If you get a chance to see Kiss, go and see Watch them for Kiss. sure. Okay, watch yeah. Kiss. <laughs> watch Kiss. All right. yeah. that, that's why I always watch those uh, challenge shows. You know, the next challenge show where guys are like swallowing swords and stuff because they're mm-hmm. breathing fire. I mean, that's that's what you want in a show. Guys who breathe fire, for sure. Yeah. I mean, it lost a little bit of its edge because a guy came out quickly with a, uh, a rag and sort of put it around the fire like that and took it out because it's one of those things he went like that and the big, the big flame came out. But uh, <laughs> still, I'm telling you, they put on a show. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, let's hear from you guys in the stream team with that one. Starting a franchise right now, are you going Ben Simmons or Donovan Mitchell? I, I'm uh, fascinated. We got to make that a poll. We'll do that. It's already up, baby. Oh, oh, geez, Check guy. our YouTube page. Incredible stuff. Uh, I'm interested to see. I think people would lean towards Mitchell, if I'm being honest. I think the uh, ultimate vote will side with him. But I, I mean, I mean 60 40, I think, is where it's going to end. But get your votes in. Okay. Totally. People don't respect defense like they used to, you know? I agree. Well, like, it would like be Donovan with, Mitchell. Well, with Mitchell, I mean, there are like those variants, right? like the, the big swings. You can get an eight for 30 Mitchell game, right? I mean, that happens with those type of guards. Uh, he's just, you know, doesn't have the three ball falling that day, whatever. The shot's not dropping. But then you get like those, as we saw in the bubble, like, you know, hitting 20 out of 30 shots and mm. seven of them are threes. And he's like completely like dominating the game sort of unlike a Ben Simmons has ever showed he can, at least offensively. I know he has that impact offensively, but like that is pretty special. And at his age, uh, and again, if we talked about like the guy's, a, you know, appears to be a gym rat and just wants to get better and better and better. So that's why I lean towards him, but I get that's it too. Fair. I mean, the, the defense is, it's important. Well, that's but, fair. I mean, Ben yeah. also has some single digit scoring games and doesn't, yeah. doesn't really have, doesn't show up entirely. Uh, and uh, yeah, Mitchell's having far less of those, disappearing act type game yeah they're, they're both getting better here yeah they're both getting a lot better kevin from mississauga my saga bro oh, what a question what respect a question. respect to the sixth biggest city in canada maybe it's the seventh <laughs> i don't know uh moving on here my now ex-girlfriend decided to move a thousand miles away to be with her ex-husband Oof. Whoa. sorry, <laughs> sorry to hear that that was a turn what that was a turn uh <laughs> few things make me happy these days as you can imagine but a beach stepping question would do wonders Listen, I wanted to I, I wanted to include this question sure. because I think Sean, the emailer here, deserves to have his question read. Felt okay. I felt something when I read this question. So, what's something you've lost that you never thought you would be without? Turnips, turnips. We just had a tattoo. Turnip brownies, <laughs> turnips. basket fries. Thank you. That's from Sean. So, Lee, something you never thought you'd be without. Well, uh, you guys remember when we were at uh, NBA TV and Dickie sent over all my old posters and stuff for the uh, for the wall and for, you know, decorating our set. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I guess it was, uh, I don't know, four or five years ago now, um, I decided I was going to set myself a little goal of trying to get every member of the Dream Team to sort of sign something of ours and send it back to the set. Yeah. And so uh, I, I tapped into a few of our contacts, uh, one in Chicago and one in San Antonio, and I sent them out a poster, one of Scotty Pippen and one of David Robinson, a Hoop magazine poster that I'd had for 30 years, kept in immaculate condition by my dad, <laughs> hoping our two contacts might be able to come through there. And both of them were like, yeah, 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 gotcha, gotcha, no worries. Uh, never came through, and I've never seen Ooh. those posters again. <laughs> oh, man, both of them? <laughs> yeah, I know, it was tough. Oh, tough, that's tough. tough. Loss. Yeah, I mean, they, they might still have them somewhere, but... Uh, 
Yeah, I mean those those hoop magazine posters are pretty dear to me when I uh, when I got them back, and then I just lost them forever. I mean, Dad kept them in perfect condition. Oh, I have man. them for five minutes, and boom, they're gone. Oh, jeez, that, that that sucks. How many did you end up getting uh, autographs from the Dream Team? One. <laughs> and uh, Christian Leitner. Yeah, uh, no, no, and uh, spelled my name wrong. Spelled uh, two no, L-E-E. There's a bit of a story to that one too. It was <laughs> Carl Malone of all people. Yeah. I, I got in touch with his wife, and uh, and so I sent him a Hoot magazine poster, and as a thank you, I sent him a Starters T-shirt. Mm-hmm. He signed the Starters T-shirt and sent back the poster and the T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember you telling us that. That's, that's, that's good. That's good. I mean, at least he sent it back. I mean, I guess when your nickname's the mailman, you do have to deliver. On yeah, I, I, I mean, I just was like, why would you sign the T-shirt though, not the poster? I mean, the, why, well, why, why would I think? Send... Why would you send me a T-shirt? Well, because I, well, I'd been communicating with his wife. I'm saying this is a like. As a thank you, have a T-shirt. You know, hopefully, maybe he'd get a photo with the poster, sign yeah, it. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, one so for twelve. You're telling me from, from your yeah your big plans to get every Dream Team member to sign. We have a signed starters T-shirt from Carl Malone. Yeah, somewhere I don't know where that is anymore. <laughs> I don't even know where it is. I mean, I knew I knew there was a couple that were going to be tough. Michael, Magic, Larry. You know, we worked with Charles. I thought that one would be fairly easy. <laughs> To be honest, I didn't really want Leitner. I was going to go 11 for 12. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> that would be the one we could have gotten, man. Yeah, no, he probably would have come on the show, would have done an interview, <laughs> done everything. But uh, anyway, there you go. All Sometimes right. you miss. <laughs> hey, look. I hope somebody else is enjoying those uh, Hoop Magazine posters that you held on to for so dearly. That sucks. I can't believe both of them didn't make it back to you. Yeah, me yeah. too. Uh, Trey, you got an answer for this one? Uh, Lee actually reminded me of something from when I was young. Sports Illustrated for kids would always put the address of the team for whichever player they were profiling. You know, like uh, I got a Carlos Valderrama autograph once upon a time. (laughs) Shout out to Carlos Valderrama. I lost that, unfortunately. We'll never get it back. But the one regret I really have from that is that Deion Sanders was like one of my favorite guys back in the day. One of my favorite athletes. I, like Lee, I sent him a bandana to sign and send back. Oh. Never got it back. Oh. Come on. What's, what's <laughs> Come on, going on, What is going on with these guys? <laughs> and look, I never saw him wear it on the field either. So <laughs> he wasn't using it. Mm. Give me back my bandana. It was Wait. it was vintage. I would love to have it these days. Do you think he possibly turned it into a Lee Ellis hanky? <laughs> <laughs> what the a thrill. Biggest that sign of disrespect. <laughs> oh. Mail him something. He turns it into a snot rag. Mm. Not prime time. Mm, I don't know. I don't know if that's disrespectful. I think that's like he's always keeping you close by. So look at this guy. He sent me a handkerchief. As a sign of respect, I'm going to use this handkerchief. <laughs> okay, you changed my mind. I like to. Now I think that Deion Sanders has been carrying that in his back pocket for 25 years. Possibly. Could Deion Sanders play basketball? Did anyone, you know, was he a good pickup player? Do we know? I would guess he was one of the best pickup players in any game he played. Hmm. I don't know anything if that's the case, but the man was a professional athlete in two different sports. I imagine he can figure out basketball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How big I mean, was you've he? already Six. said you could beat Tiger Woods one-on-one. You think you could take Dion too, Lily? I mean, I haven't seen him play, so, yeah, you know. I, mean, I haven't either. I'm going with, tr- I'm leaning towards uh, Six you know, one, they here. say? What's that? Six, Six foot one. one? Is that that's all he was? Oh, as Tiger? Oh. I thought he was a bit taller. Oh, who, Tiger or Dion are we talking about? Well, t- Dion. Dion is almost the same size as Tiger. Mm. <laughs> Uh, so both of them. 
All right, here's some things. Charity basketball game, Deion Sanders, 1991. Deion Sanders almost played in the NBA with the Atlanta Hawks. I don't know how factoidal that is, but I mean, the guy was a quarterback in high school and he became the greatest cornerback in NFL history. Seems like he probably has good hand-eye coordination. Yeah, yeah. I think he could have figured it out. He was in rock and jock, Greg Sanat says. That's where um, you show your skills, rock and jock. If he hit a Ter- 25-pointer, you know he's good. <laughs> Terrell, Owen, Terrell Owens was a pretty good basketball. I think I remember seeing him put up some buckets in the uh, celebrity game. He did, yeah. yeah. Didn't he dunk, I think? Mm-hmm. Did he? I think so, yeah. yeah he, played, um, he played at some point. Tass, do you have uh, something you've lost that you never thought you'd use uh, My answer to this question. No, I, I think I, uh, <laughs> I answered this a few weeks ago with my athleticism. I mean, it's a very similar question, I think, mm-hmm. uh, something that I didn't have. Um, so maybe I shouldn't have included it, but we got a great, great answers from you guys. So I'm glad we did. But yeah, it is my athleticism. There's no doubt. I mean, did I ever have it? I don't know. But uh, yeah, I'll, I'll find it again. I got to find it again when I move. Oh. I think I think I packed it somewhere. I'm moving <laughs> soon. Uh, it's deep in a box. Going to find it. Going to find it. Maybe you just need to buy yourself it. a brand new pair of shoes to unlock that athleticism again. Mm, <laughs> maybe yeah. it's in the shoes. That's it, eh? Do yeah. you get Do you get in shape when you buy the gear or do you get in shape and then get the gear that's That's the question huge conundrum listen when it gets warm again everybody stay warm that's when that's when my juices get flowing Mm. no that's when i get out there and i feel the tarmac underneath my feet and i get going yeah get it get out there on gridiron battle with Deion sanders Uh, okay I, i don't really have a good answer for that one i actually besides my innocence um but uh i don't lose a lot of things like I, I honestly like I, I don't mean to humble brag, but I just do not lose things because of my you know OCD and I know where everything is at all times. And uh, but I mean the problem with that is if it's not there for like one minute, I freak out because I'm like I left it there. Where is it? And it's like okay, relax. Um, but yeah, I can't really think of any. I mean things have been stolen from me, but that's not really losing it, is it, mm-hmm. Lily? Had my watch stolen from the YMCA back in Stratford. Had my bike stolen. I've told that story before. Not happy about that. Right you out st- of my backyard, God. You have the starters flag still. You know where that is. I think, it's in, J- I think it's in JD's house. Oh, it's is it? In a box oh. at JD's place. Okay. JD, I don't know if you're still listening, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's here yeah. somewhere. Yeah, it's <laughs> that. That we got to take care of that. We got to. I'll come yeah. get that, JD. It's okay. got it's got oh, more autographs than Lee's shirt. Yeah, exactly. Oh, oh yeah, JD. Yeah, you don't trust JD to hold on to it. No, it's not that I don't trust JD, but like he's uh, you know possibly <laughs> looking to sell his house, oh, yeah, yeah. box to get left <laughs> behind. Like You'll stick it on eBay. Yeah, why not? You know all these great autographs of Hall of Famers, legends. Here's the thing. If you come get the flag, you have to get all of it. Oh, all okay. of it has uh, to yeah, go. See, uh, yeah. <laughs> Not that interested in some of those mm. dumb costumes that you've mm. got in boxes. <laughs> I'll take it over, though. It's NBA playoffs time, and that means NBA snack time. I can't stop eating while I'm watching. So many options in my house that I got to cut out a bit. I got to switch it up, but I know I'm not giving up. Sunflower seeds? Sure. But maybe something that's not a food for that oral fixation, perhaps? Good thought. Here's a breath of fresh air. Fume. Fume takes your habit and simply makes it better, healthier, and more enjoyable. Fume is an innovative, award-winning flavored air device. Instead of vapor, Fume uses flavored air. Instead of electronics, Fume is completely natural. And instead of harmful chemicals, Fume uses delicious flavors. You get it. Instead of bad, Fume is good. It's a habit you're free to enjoy and makes replacing your bad habit easy. Its taste is surprising. All natural stuff. It's fun to fidget with, and it's a good weight. The wood feels good, and it feels cool to use. 
Start the good habit by going to tryfume.com slash dunks and getting the journey pack today. Fume is giving listeners to the show 10% off when they use our code dunks to help make starting the good habit that much easier. Okay, next one here. Good morning slash afternoon. I would first like to say I'm a huge fan of the show and never miss an episode on Apple Podcasts. I listen to you guys every day on my way to school or work and any other time I get the chance. I'm also a huge Celtics fan and a Beantown girl, one might say. So obviously I'm over the moon about the recognition Jalen Brown is finally getting as a star and the really strong young core we've established with Brown and Tatum. Earlier in the season, it was mentioned that Tatum could be a dark horse MVP candidate. I think he could easily be an MVP caliber player, but my question is, do you guys think that because Brown is now putting up similar numbers to Tatum, that it's going to be nearly impossible for like Tatum to get any MVP love because of how equally spread the offense is between them? Much love. That's from Grace. She's a Beantown girl from Boston. Um, another great question here. I mean, our, you know, our silly questions we love, but our basketball questions we also enjoy. Like that Mitchell Simmons one. This one, Tass, does Grace have a point here? Like, Brown is playing so well. Does it like they, they cancel each other out in some way for potential MVP? No, I don't think so. It's a very good question, but I think we're sort of caught in the moment here. Jalen Brown's having a great, great season, and Jason Tatum just hasn't been playing uh, because of COVID protocol, so he hasn't been around. But I think it just helps to have a, a guy who's just as good. I think th- I think it just helps your MVP case because it just propels you up in, in the standings, mm-hmm. and that's what it really comes down to. Teams have to be really good for, for a guy to win MVP. So if they're up higher in the standings, don't you guys just think that Tatum would get more recognition? I know... I know it's sort of an even balance right now in this moment. Jalen Brown has had just as good a season, but bet better, but better than um, Jason Tatum because he's been playing. Mm-hmm. But I think if you're playing full 82 games, I think Tatum would get the recognition and just get more of it because they're good. I think the like what are, what are we looking at here in terms of a historical perspective? You know, Steph Curry and Kevin Durant kind of thing, like mm-hmm. two guys who are really, really, really good, but would take votes away from each other. I think the media just establishes one guy is a better guy and gives it to him. And it would probably be Tatum uh, when it comes down to it for me. I, I, although, you know, Brown is obviously absolutely incredible. Uh, I think if they're played a full season, I think there's no need to worry, Grace. I think Tatum would get it. And uh, he he would be an MVP candidate if he played. Um, well, the Celtics would have to be better, but yeah, I think they would be better. What do you think, Trey? Yeah, I think Tass is exactly right. A The rising tide lift all boats, as they're saying in the stream mm. team, because if your team is good, if your team is the best team in the league, you can win MVP no matter who is on your team, unless you are the Warriors and you're Curry and Durant, and people just don't want to give it to you because they think it's too easy. But go back a little further. LeBron James won back-to-back MVPs with the Heat. He was playing with Dwayne Wade, a Hall of Famer, uh, a guy who could get his own MVP votes. Chris Bosh, another Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. Keep going back. You can see uh, Kobe won one. Didn't have anybody alongside of him. Shaq won one with Kobe, right? Like, you can easily win uh, an MVP with another all-star Hall of Famer alongside you because your team is winning. As long as you're still the number one guy, you're going to do it. I guess that could be a little That's bit of a the, question. Yeah, yeah. Will Jalen Brown ever pass Jason Tatum? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I think it's more of a toss-up now than it has ever been with the way Jalen Brown improves every single year. But... Certainly Tatum seems to be at least the 1A right now to to Brown's 1B. And as long as he stays as the 1A and the Celtics are able to get back into the championship contending picture, 
that's MVP case right there. Right. Can Tatum be the MJ? And uh, Brown is obviously then the Scotty Pippen Lee. You, you would think. I mean, it also let's be honest. It comes down to like tie game. Who is taking the shot? I mm. mean, who, more times than not, who are you going to be giving the ball to? I would still think right now, despite how improved he's 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 uh, shown us, that it would still go to Tatum over Brown, right? Um, in that instance, I would think so. Yeah, I, I mean, I look at this as Tatum's team in that sense. Like Tatum is the number one, and uh, Brown is his uh, his the Pippen on that team there. Yeah. Um, and just going back through history, teammates who have finished in the top five in MVP voting: 2015-16, Westbrook fourth, Durant fifth. 2002-2003, Kobe third, Shaq fifth. 2001-2002, Shaq third, Kobe fifth. And then 95-96, Jordan first and Pippen fifth. So, mm. you know, you can get there, although it is rare, other than Jordan. Uh, I can't see anyone else, unless you go back to Kareem and Willis Reed and those guys, who's actually won it and his teammates finished in the top five. But right. the good thing is these guys have got similar games. They play a similar way, but they don't seem to uh, get in each other's way. And they certainly don't seem to be in a little bit of a tug of war as to whose team it is. I think they get along really well. I think they've got great chemistry. And I think that's the thing for the Celtics. I don't think there's any like inner sort of fight there to see who really is the uh, the number one guy there. And they work well. So uh, bright future with those two there. Uh, everyone else you put around them, I think is going to sort of fall in behind. So uh, Brown has de- definitely uh, improved a lot this season. But uh, Jason Tatum, before he did miss time with the uh, coronavirus, I think he was in, the, in that MVP conversation. And he said just the other day, maybe before last night's game, he said he's start. He's still feeling some of the effects of that. He gets tired more easily, more fatigued. So, and that does sort of, uh, if you look at the way he's played lately, he certainly hasn't been at that same level. So uh, maybe he's finding his feet a little bit and just getting his win back. But uh, yeah, both great players, and I, I ultimately think that if you're winning, they both do get their recognition. Okay, great question, Grace. We got one more. Yeah. Hey, no dunks. I recently came across an outdoor court near me and had such a strong desire to ball. There were way too many people there during the day, though, so my girlfriend and I decided to hit the court at early dawn. Crazy enough, we got a horse game, just like my throat is. One second here. <clears throat> See? This is tough work being a podcaster. Yeah, very hard. Very hard. Crazy enough, we got a horse game in. My horse throat is very clear now. And it felt so good. Even crazier, my girlfriend hit a legendary horse wedgie. Oh. An accomplishment I have only <laughs> nice. dreamed of experiencing over the course of the year of no basketball and you're seeing it now if you're with us in the, the stream team a very very dark wedgie because it's at dawn uh so so thanks for sending this one in uh when have you felt one up by your significant other in something you have more experience in sincerely amaya and sylvia in atlanta trey what's your answer for this one Mine's horse-related as well. I've never beat Laura in horse. We've been mm. together now almost 13 years. We've played a lot of times. She has a hoop outside of her parents' house. We always play when we go back. And, you know, I still play pickup basketball, you know, prior to the pandemic. I would play every single week. I would play multiple times a week back when we first got together. And every time we would go play at her parents' house, she would beat me every <laughs> single time. Every single time. It's quite similar to every time we would play horse in the cage with skeets and lee i would lose every single time (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what you're thinking a knockdown shooter like myself should be able to take a game off of whether it be skeets or lee or laura but no because i don't have the focus for a whole game of horse maybe pig would be better for me but i'm trying dumb shots i'm Mm. shooting the ball off the ground i'm trying to bank it in off the top lee he'll go shoot a free throw laura will shoot a bank shot laura will shoot a 17 footer 
and call a swish and knock it down. Meanwhile, I'm spending every one of my challenge shots trying to bounce it in off the glass. It never goes in. So she gets a shot, knocks down the 17-footer she's been shooting for 20 years. I don't practice 17-footers. I play an efficient game. No long twos. So this is completely virgin to me, taking a 17-footer. It's a brick. I'm racking up numbers, racking up letters. Next thing you know, I got horse. We play farmer's chance. I miss again. And she gets another W. Sucks. Wasn't she a beautiful rebounder of the ball in her day, too? (laughs) She was a beautiful rebounder of the ball. Indeed. Mm -hmm. She led led a uh, school, didn't she, in rebound? I think you've told me before. (laughs) That's right, Lee. That's right, Lee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's great at boxing out, too, Lee. I didn't want to mention it. She's really the rebound lover in this family. She's the one that wears a Horace Grant shirt or a Dennis Rodman shirt around here. I'm wearing Michael Jordan. I'm trying to be the star. She's doing the dirty work, and that's why Mm. she gets the wins when we actually go against each other <laughs> in basketball matchups. Yeah. She, she just plays the fundamental horse game. I mean, that's why playing Lee is infuriating, too. Exactly. Let's be honest. Like, I like to think, tell me if I'm wrong, Trey, I mix it up, right? I know when I got to just take a jumper or a free throw to maybe get one, get a cheap one, get an easy one, but I'm trying those crazy over-the-backboard shots, what you're no doing doubt. out there, no shooting doubt. from half court. Lee Ellis is just like... Free throw after free throw after, like, left-handed layup. You're like, what are we doing here? Uh, but it gets you a lot of victories, that just slow and steady, boring-ass horse game. Um, but I think it sounds like, yeah, Laura plays a similar game. Just knock down that little jumper, and you can rack up a lot of uh, a lot of letters. Gets uh, mm-hmm. works for you guys. That's What's a, a farmer's challenge, Dre? Yeah. Or the farmer's uh, chance. Chance, farmer's right. chance. Uh, if on an E, you know, say Laura makes the first shot, I miss... Uh, on my attempt, so I get an E, but I get a farmer's chance. I get a second chance to make that last one. If I make it, I continue on with an S, uh, waiting for her to give me another E eventually. Oh, mm. oh. oh. okay, there you go. There it's you like go. a coach's challenge almost. <laughs> it's similar to a coach's <laughs> challenge, but it's also like, you can tell I grew up in the Midwest. We had something called a farmer's chance yeah. or a game called horse. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll go next here for this. Um, for me, with Nora... Uh, thing where I felt uh, like one-upped by her in something that I do more or have more experience, quizzes. Like pub quizzes. For (laughs) sure, you guys know. I mean, there was a good stretch there where we were going, you know, to the bar like, you know, once a week, maybe once every two weeks. When Maddie always living here, a lot of us would do it. You know, the the team, the starters team at the time, uh, we would all go out and have friends. And I, I went to almost all of them. And, you know, I'm fine. I'll chip in here. You know, we're getting a sports question. I'm pretty good. I might get a weird video game question I can help out. Well, a lot of the time, I'm just like, yep, okay, uh, American history, I'm turning towards Trey or, uh, you know, our buddy Jer or something like that. I'm not helping all that much. I am not a smart man. But Nora comes in every once in a while. Like, she wouldn't come all the time. And, like, she just knows, she's just one of those people that just knows a lot about a lot. And it's really weird. And you're like, how do you know that? Like, and especially in the pop culture, like, uh, realm, like, that's her, that's her sweet spot. So she would just come in and I just like, I'm like, I'll run it up, guys. You know, like, that's all I'm good for. Like, I'll run her answer up to the, 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 the quiz master because I'm not helping at all. I'll do the, I, I got great penmanship, guys. You want me to write it down? <laughs> I'm a pretty good speller. You don't need to tell me. Just tell me the answer and I'll, I'll write it down. So, yeah, Nora's, Nora's good. Uh, at, She's very at good. Random trivia, and we put together a bit of a powerhouse team when it would be like, uh, you know, TK Nora would be in the mix. Jared's pretty good. J- JD, you're actually really solid. <laughs> 
you're a bit older, so that helps. Uh, <laughs> that's a compliment. That's a compliment. Um, because, you know, there's a bunch of young kids at these quizzes. They don't know what's going on in the 70s well, that's or 80s, true, yeah. that's I'm, I'm, the, I'm the history guy. Yeah. This is 1970 guys, to 1985, I, I got you. Yeah. Oh, and Matty O with Matty music oh, and yeah. stuff like that. That's his. So, yeah, you guys had an, again, I was just there for the ride. Uh, <laughs> I was just there for the beer, popcorn, and running it up to the quiz master, getting my steps in. Our sheets always looked great, though. Yeah, our sheets yeah. looked Our sheets okay. looked good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I get it. I can help in some categories, but uh, a lot of them, I'm just, you know, I'm just looking around at everybody. I don't know. I don't know who sang that song in 1989, and it went to number one in the UK only, you know? Like, Matt can sing you the lyrics to that yeah. song. Like, uh, <laughs> get the guitar, you know? Like, <laughs> Sounds like it was Kim Wilde or someone like that. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. So, <laughs> a little love to Nora and her... No. Uh, Nor's like Nor's like uh, the accordion, Grady and Gord, Grady and Gordian. The accordion, <laughs> Can't even say it. No, too many eyes. The accordion, Grady and Gordian. Maybe you open them up and you see what's inside of that accordion. There's a vast knowledge of a lot yeah. of topics. He is good to have on a team yeah. too, for sure. Especially uh, he knows his history. Yeah, you, you need you need your your, your you experts in all those little like Trey and science and stuff like yeah, that yeah. is good. Man, you just get you just like that's the way to do it. Uh, it's it's. Uh, a lot of fun. Man, I miss going out. I miss seeing you guys in person. <laughs> yeah, one of these days. Didn't we win the last trivia before Matt moved to That's LA? damn did. right. Yeah. Because we were always the bridesmaid. We were coming oh, second. Always, like I yeah. felt like every time we went out, we could never win-win. Uh, but we did before Matt left. I think Matt says he still has that gift certificate. Yeah. <laughs> I think. Yeah. He was very proud that Maybe night I to have be holding it. it. Hmm. Maybe I got it somewhere. Maybe I lost it. I lost something. Hey! <laughs> I lost the, uh, what was it, Albert's gift certificate or Albert, something. Yeah. I don't know where we went. No, it was the local. The local. The local, local, local. local. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good call. Good call. Uh, Lee, you got an answer for this? Yeah, so uh, when I decided to start pursuing a career in sports media, uh, I just started blogging. You know, Blogspot was the big thing back then. So uh, my wife was very encouraging. She said, just, just start blogging. You just never quite know. And so I did. Right now, this was the first article I ever had what? published. Right. How do you have a photo of you? With your first blog right, but this is on this is on uh, this is on Real GM, right? Okay. So, uh, so that was when I got one published. I was pretty excited. I was like, "Wow, I've I've had one published." Because I I wrote a lot of articles and then I just sent emailed everyone I could possibly do, and and you know you get like two bytes back. And so I wrote one for Real GM, and I was pretty excited. I was like, "Wow, I've actually you know it's published," and I was excited. Yeah. What was uh, it about? What was it about? I think it was about, I think it was after the 2008 playoffs, the Spurs didn't repeat and I did the old other Spurs done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were the first one. <laughs> yeah. I think that, that's what it was. Uh, wow. I don't think it exists on that, on the website anymore. But anyway, I was super <laughs> pumped. I was like, yeah. wow, there's the first little step. Because Real Jam still a, a pretty respectable site, you know. <laughs> and so to get my uh, article up, I was excited. Um, at this same time, my wife, uh, Roxana, was creating her own uh, iPad, uh, excuse me, um, iPhone app. <laughs> my wife is Steve right? Jobs. Because we used to live right near the, uh, the the underground path there in Toronto. And Roxana was like, this should be an app. This would be a great app. And so she would get up like, you know, first thing in the morning on weekends, sometimes on uh, uh, Thursdays and Fridays as well, and just walk around mapping the entire path, right, building her own app. And uh, the app Are you, was, hold on, hold on. Are you serious? I've never heard this story. Yes, yes, she she created Map the Path for Toronto. And it was um, the day on she- On her own. On her own, yeah. Pay, no, no, no. She she had to pay like a developer to actually put it together, but she sure. was the one who, who did it all. And so uh, on the day it launched, uh, it took off. 
it really took off. And the next morning after it launched, I was walking over to the uh, to the score. Oh, Roxy! And here she was on the twenty four hour uh, uh, newspaper daily. Front, yeah, the yeah. daily on the front page. Front page. <laughs> now the mayor at the time, I can't remember his name actually. Who the mayor was at the time, but the mayor's office of Toronto got a phone call from someone saying, "Oh, oh it's." great, you've got this app, you know, what's the story? And he was like, I have no idea what this app is. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Roxana also went on uh, CP24 uh, on that um, tech show that they did. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, she was on that. that. Yeah, she was on that. Uh, she was getting phone calls from uh, news outlets asking her about it. A guy wanted to buy the, uh, the the data off her as well. Like, people went crazy for it. And, uh, yeah, and she was like, she's not the person who likes all that sort of attention. So when they called up and said, hey, we want to take a photo. We want to do a little article. She was like, oh, I'm really nervous. I'm really nervous. <laughs> and so I was just like, hmm, real GM. That's me. And here she is on the front page. <laughs> the front page of the Daily in downtown Toronto. <laughs> I wish that was on the front page of uh, the Daily. <laughs> Local man writes blog post. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, she definitely won up to me. But uh, I was very, very excited for her. Very happy for her. And... Uh, yeah, it was great. Well, that's amazing. So what so what ended up like are you guys rich because of this path? Uh, it, oh. unfortunately uh unfortunately we couldn't really get it quite off the ground because once we got to that point, uh we really needed a, a big cash injection to take it to the next level and we didn't mm. quite have it at the time. And uh yeah, unfortunately it didn't work out, but uh it was great. She had her own app and yeah, that's it was fine. Yeah, it was that amazing is- that day when uh you know, someone from the uh you know, the mayor's office called her up and said can you tell us about this app? And she's like, okay. Yeah, I just created it myself. Yeah, she just, like, because she was getting lost in the path all the time and was like, we need an app. It is basically, confusing down there. Yeah. Basically, that was exactly what it was. And uh, she had problems with the Wi-Fi down there as well because, um, right. you know, it wouldn't pick it up. So her whole design, she just walked down, like, shop to shop to shop through it. took her months to put it all together. Uh, and it came together. It was, it was really good. I really wish we could have pursued it a little bit more and, and, and had the you know, the money and the development and all that to put into it because uh, it was a, it was a great idea. I don't know if there's one now. There may be, probably is one out there yeah, somewhere. Because uh, so. this was like, yeah, like 2009. So, you know, the, the iPhone and apps were still very much in their infancy at that point. That's incredible. What a story. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For those, yeah, again, for those that don't know, Toronto, it's all, this is all underground. You know, you don't want to go outside in the winter, right? So all these paths lead from building to building and they go through stores and like it's it is a maze down there uh if you don't really know where you're going i guess they have a lot of signage now so they can point you in the right direction yeah that's incredible i mean we we had the ideas of like you know for the restaurants and stuff down there in the food court you know you get it you get a discount if you use the app and uh shops would have sales and promotions so we had the idea of how it was going to make money but i mean i just yeah you need you need a like sales team, PR team, you needed, uh, and we needed more developers as well. Like the one guy did a great job, but he was just a guy who she just found on, right. I don't know, Reddit or somewhere. She said, hey, can you do this? He I like, like to sure. think that Roxy asked you to help out. And you're like, uh, sorry, I'm writing about the Spurs being done. <laughs> Duncan looks washed. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get this out. Yeah. Did you try and get on uh, Dragon's Den, the... Uh- did that even exist? I don't think it was. Uh, yeah, I don't think it was around then. But uh, no. Yeah. Mm. All right. Yeah, we should have. 
Amazing. Great story. Uh, well, I at least enjoyed that story. Maybe it's because I'm from <laughs> Toronto, but I, I can't believe I've never heard that one. Uh, Tass, do you have anything or, or JD? Not, I mean, not anything that compares to that story. So I'll, I'll sit this one out. But, uh, yeah. Man, I could see that on Dragon's Den. That sucks. Yeah, man. The shark, which is the the original mm. Shark Tank. Um, American stole it. I can't but believe that's she well, I think did it. I, like, actually walked it herself and like uh, yeah. threw it all out. That well, pre-kids... So Pre kids and we live right there on the path. So she, like I say, she was up first thing on weekends and spent hours down there, like three or four hours down there a day, just walking around. And uh, she had this vision. She was putting it together. I was like, uh, "What? What's an iPhone? I didn't even have an iPhone." I was like, "What's that?" <laughs> she came back, and, you know, and and you know, because it cost probably probably cost about ten grand in total. And I was a bit like, mm. "Whoa, yeah." Well, just the developer that yeah, was what yeah, he was yeah. charging, and. Uh, yeah, and then if, uh, yeah, it was on the iPhone, and it didn't work on the Android. It sort of for the first day or <laughs> oh, so, classic. but yeah, but, but they fixed that up. But uh, yeah, she was she was a celebrity there. <laughs> Tass couldn't couldn't use it. Tass was out on that <laughs> yeah, when he had his yeah. Android. Yeah, doesn't work. I'm not using it. All right. Wow. What an ending to this. Learn something new every day with Lily and his stories. Incredible stuff, guys. Thanks so much for joining us. Keep your questions coming. No dunks at theathletic.com. Email them in. You can leave your comments in the YouTube comments. You can tweet them in at No Dunks Inc. Just to remind you again, you got what you need to know Thursday and Friday. You got the Daily Show, 10 a.m. Eastern, live on YouTube. And tomorrow night, Thursday night, happy hour. Everybody joining us? Or are you writing like oh, a yeah. book or something, Lee? Or what do you? What do you? What app are you developing with uh, your family yeah, that you no, won't no. be able to attend? That's oh, exactly. You said you're coming. You're drinking some wine, red wine. You said. Yeah, I've got a little cabinet. I'll pop it open. Uh, JD, what are you, what are, you, are you going to be uh, drinking some wine tomorrow night during the happy uh, hour? Not wine. No, I got a beer lined up. Mm, what's your tipple, JD? <laughs> I'm not going to spoil it for you. I'm not going to spoil oh, okay. it. Wow. It's, it's, uh, yeah, it's, not, it's, it's something, uh, it's off the grid for me. Are you going something hoppy? Oh, I don't know if it's hoppy. You're not a big fan of the hops, are you? Uh, I'm not. Uh, the IPAs give me a wicked headache. Like, yeah. yeah. So, no. Okay, so be careful because we need you for Friday, man. Yeah, yeah it's never, it's nothing stops me. But yeah, you're, you're right. You're right. <laughs> it's true. You are a machine. It's you just, you know, whether I like, it just makes it more unpleasant. It's how pleasant it's going to be for me uh, or unpleasant. So right, right, right. Okay, well, so that's, that's happy hour tomorrow night. Tune in to see Lee drinking a glass of red wine and JD's surprise beer. Uh, can't legit wait for that. Uh, thanks so much for uh, subscribing and liking and commenting on YouTube. Do the same on Apple Podcasts, leave us a review, leave us the rating, and uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow with a bunch more classics. Clipper Bros. You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Thanks for joining us, and remember, we're the real GMs here. (laughs) (laughs) Embrace the day, people.